It's so hard to find fulfillment, find the one thing, your passion. I think animals have it easy. I was thinking about this. Everyone's like fucking around with tigers these last couple months. So I'll give you a tiger analogy. Can you imagine how satisfying it would be to fucking kill something with your mouth? And that's his whole purpose. So like every day he gets to fulfill his life purpose. Just teeth sink into an antelope's ass and his eyes just roll into the back of his head. Yes! This is everything I've ever wanted! Every time, every kill, it's like you fucking just won a Grammy. <laughs> every teeth sinking in, I'd like to thank the Academy. <laughs> the Tiger Academy. Tiger's just walking around like fucking Drake. DJ call it every new antelope. We the best. That's fucking dumb. <laughs> but it's weird because like your dog, all he needs to feel fulfilled is like you told him he's a good boy. It's all he needs. You're a good boy. I am. I am. I thought I was. Thought I was the goodest boy. Cat's a little darker. What gets them happy and excited? My sister has a cat and she looked under her bed and there was just a pile of just desiccated just geckos and the cat was just rolling around on the bodies just purring. Like fucking smog in some kind of Lord of the Rings movie. <laughs> God. But we don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's easy. It must be easier to be an animal. Unless you're a dolphin. We don't know what the fuck they're doing. We don't know anything about dolphins. You hear like Venice, they're opening the canals back up. Like, because like no one's on the water. So these dolphins are coming back in. And there is, I mean, they're really smart. You can't even imagine what they're thinking. Like these Italian dolphins. I don't know why I thought maybe they're Italian just because they're in Italy. They might have been traveling. This is a really good time to go. There's no one here. <laughs> but they are really smart. They're probably out there just empty canals like, are they done? Are they done? Can we move? Can we? I've had thumbs for like three years. Just been hiding under this stupid fucking pen. <laughs> you know, I'm fucking writing jokes about dolphins, guys. You know what the fuck my life has been like <laughs> during this. I have all of this just shit talk, like dolphins shit talking us. All these stupid tags. I don't know why I assume they're Italian too. And it's like, did you hear them calling us Italian dolphins? <laughs> fucking blowholes. Like they would call us blowholes instead of assholes. God, I fucking miss stages. <laughs> this is so bad. It's like my all my material before this was like living with three girls. That was my whole thing. It was all I had. It's like girls are weird. It's weird like being the only one in there. <laughs> all this stupid stuff about it's like just shampoo, stuff like that. Like you live with her, right? Y'all don't just bring chairs out together. But you're, you were in her bathroom, right? So you probably smell fucking amazing. It's something like single guys don't get. Because girls, every, like 70 different fucking flavors of smells. In the bathroom, like Willy Wonka made a factory for it. And I'm just, like Gus's Kloop, I'm just rubbing that shit all over my face. <laughs> my dick smells like an acai bowl. It's really a fun thing. I like it. Hey, your guys, we have the all-in-one. Just shampoo, conditioner, toothpaste. It's all there. You just fucking squeeze the top and bite the water like a dog. <laughs> oh, you know what? I got it on my system. That felt good. I felt I was happy with that, which is fucking stupid that I was happy with that. But thank you guys so much. You guys are great. Give it up for your host, Pam Benjamin. Yay. Nathan Lowe. Yay. Thank you guys all for hanging out. This is crazy wonderful. You weren't here earlier, so I'll do my I'll do my COVID my COVID joke again. Uh this has been, uh, COVID's an interesting time to have an eating disorder, <laughs> you know, uh, right. No, I mean, here's the thing. Uh, I can't be bulimic because I can't afford it, right? That's a rich girl's disease. <laughs> you consume five times the food while great for the economy, 
I can't afford that. I don't have a paycheck. That's some crazy shit. But anorexia during COVID, that's amazing. Give me an excuse to not eat. Oh, I, I can't go out. I'm not allowed to go out. Oh, the lines are so long. This mask makes me look so fat. <laughs> so, um, you know, I'm eating half the calories. But I'm on food stamps, so that's about how much money they give me anyway. So it's fine. It's, COVID's been amazing for my self-esteem. Right? I'm a San Francisco 6, but I'm a COVID 10. I'm getting amazing compliments. You've been living a long time to look 22. Ah, that's a compliment. I don't believe in cat calls anymore. Right? Girl, you be walking like you got someplace to live. Oh, shit. <laughs> I live in the Tenderloin. My favorite one, though, a gentleman said to me, Girl, you look like you know something. You got me. You figured me out. I've always wanted to be seen as smart. Now, where are we going to fuck? <laughs> it's Tenderloin. Take me back to your box or losing you forever. Thank you guys so much for hanging out and eating your dinner. Thanks for being across the street and on your skateboards. This has been super fun, and I really thank you all for being here and hanging out. We're going to be doing this every Friday. It's don't gather. Cold hands with your friends. Be safe. Use your masks, and um, we'll be back next week. Yay, thank you, bye. Yay.
they can take out Adam Horowitz. Hurricane, you got cloud. Other DJs, you put your head out. I'm fucking on the string. I'm paying to sing. I'm rhyming. Let's do my thing. I'm in a lava lamp. It's in my brain. Don't tell them I'm out of prison and picking. But I rock well. The baddie do go. The friends. And the number for tingle. Got more rhymes than Jamaican got mango. I got my pink link. Half the end of my stoke bar. Hey, yo, Roba. Diamond. No, mine's Clarence. From downtown Manhattan. The village. My style's wild, and you know that it's still This snowbag's ripping, and you're doing the ball. Say, you're a robot. hour so here we are we're gonna get started in a second and read another one of world scripts yay so stay tuned thanks for listening to the comedy earlier that was fun
Are we supposed Are we supposed to start at Who's Rockham? We're starting at external waterfront parking lot flashback. And who am I again? Who's Julia Rockham? You're Elizabeth Esquire, Pam. I'm Elizabeth Esquire, so I'm I'm a lawyer. That sounds good. Yeah, you're a badass. Oh, fantastic. You have the best line in the play. I have the best line. Oh, thanks, Warhol. So here we are doing shit again, reading scripts. Uh, you're all you're all up and live, so you can get to it. Oh, I'm, Sam's I'm gonna narrate the narrator this bitch. tonight. All right. So the the play we are doing is one of Warhol's. Uh, it's called Ep Three Mick. <laughs> Epimic. Epimic. Sorry, it's creative liberties there. All right. Exterior waterfront parking lot. Flashback. February fourteenth, two thousand fifteen. Julia Rockham, impeccably dressed as always, smokes with Carlos, the limo shutter driver. You don't look Spanish. I never said I was Spanish. I'm Cuban. Your name is Carlos? My husband's cheating on me. Forget it. Are we doing this thing or what? We have to wait for I don't have to wait for shit. Sure. Uh, let me. Limo shuttle driver pulls out a phone, texts, inhales. The phone beeps. Carlos, the driver, tosses his cigarette. He steps onto the limo shuttle and looks back at Julia Rockham with a hint of impatience. Let's go then. Uh, in a moment. Julia Rockham inhales deeply. She steps onto <laughs> the limo shuttle, dropping her cigarette onto the first step and grinding it out with her Christian Louboutins. She hands cash to Carlos, the driver. For your trouble. Interior, limo shuttle, flashback. February 14th. Aren't we on February 14th? Oh. Trance music blasts. Carlos holds out a blindfold. Could you turn that off? Music cuts off. Carlos holds the blindfold in Julia's face. Is this really necessary? I know where the hotel is. Carlos, the driver, stifles a gasp. <gasps> Please. Hey. Julia Rockham takes the blindfold slowly and eventually puts it on. She bites her lip. Do you have any R&B? Not the new stuff. <sighs> you know, please. Julia Rockham begins to purr. <laughs> oh my, I want another cigarette. <laughs> Are you sure this is necessary? Julia Rockham hums a slow, breathy tune. Interior. Golden Dragon Casino, flashback, February 14th. I guess we're just moving time-wise back in the day. It is always dusk at the Golden Dragon Casino. The doors to the golden elevator open slowly. Julia Rockham fiddles with her blindfold. Really? You may remove the blindfold. Julia Rockham touches the arm of Carlos, the driver. He guides her off the elevator and steps back. She removes the blindfold. Have a good evening, Mrs. Rockham. Mrs. M-R-S. Like I know, that's Mrs. what I said. I fucked it up, but that's exactly what I said. <laughs> you know how. The golden elevator doors close slowly. Good evening, Miss Mrs. Rockham. Call me 
The golden elevator doors have closed. The elevator car has risen. Julia. Julia Rockham wanders the main floor of the almost empty casino speakeasy. Dealers and operators, cashiers, janitors, and various casino personnel cross the casino floor along with the sound of a vacuum cleaner. Julia approaches a casino game operator. Have you seen... Excuse me. I'm looking for Elizabeth. Casino game operator looks up. I'm sorry? Do you know where to find... Do you know Elizabeth? She works with Mr. for Senor... Casino game operator returns to the task at hand. She works for... Here, you know. This operation. You know her. You don't know her? Patricio, receptionist, Elizabeth, arranges a bouquet in a far corner. The sound of vacuuming ceases. Julia, Miss Rockham, are you early? I was looking for... It's nice to see you. I have meetings scheduled, but oh hell. A cocktail? How are things with Vince? Vince is... Well, he's Vince. Elizabeth signals the staff, then leans in close. Did you want me to file? Is a successful divorce. Elizabeth and Julia sit as the bar staff serve them colorful cocktails. Better or worse than a... A failed than a failed marriage. Julia, I've read, I've read about most... Oh, shit. Julia, I have read about a most intoxicating stimulant derived primarily from the purified form of Sur d'America's cocoa leaf into a powder. And if you were to mix 1,000 milligrams of this odd, this peculiar analgesic with a few droplets of water, a bit of hydrogen and half as much oxygen, as we all know, you would get a paste. And mm, would you like to tell me Oh shit! Would you like to tell me? It's okay. To Just breathe, tell man. you what would happen. Oh, would you like to tell me to tell you what would happen if you took that paste? If you were to slather it all over the tip of some grown man's penis? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Warhol. <laughs> Who's rocking? It's <laughs> I guess he barely feel anything. When you cut it off, although that honestly could take some of the fun out of it. Elizabeth said proudly, <laughs> and she sips her cocktail. Don't you think? Have you seen my husband? I mean, Patricio. You have me at a disadvantage. I'm not myself today. I've positively been walking into walls. <laughs> I paid for my coffee, and I fucking forgot it. Oh, did you want... Elizabeth Esquire gestures. The bar staff appears with two mugs on a platter and a steaming pot of freshly brewed coffee. Well, no. The bar staff go off with their other tasks. I only drink espresso. Elizabeth Esquire gestures. Julia takes a breath, <laughs> sipping her cocktail. You want to go smoke? I suppose. Let's be bad. <laughs> Is it naughty? 
The bar staff appears with a tray of two saucers holding demitasse cups of artisanal espresso. <laughs> Julia lights two cigarettes, handing one to Elizabeth. May I call you Liz? Julia Rockham sips her cocktail. Oh, I shouldn't, <laughs> but I will. Julia downs her cocktail and sets the glass aside. Why not? Espresso. Julia and Elizabeth take their espresso from the bar staff. Please, if you would call me Bet. Betty? Bet. Bet? It's what my brother's friends would call me before he... His friends were always fond of me. Elizabeth and Julia sip their espresso. I really should check on things. Julia sips her espresso. Should I get a gun? You don't have one? Elizabeth sips her espresso. I can't get you a gun. But if you need a man, or a book, or if you kill somebody. Elizabeth Esquire stubs out her cigarette, stands and walks off into the deep recesses of the Golden Dragon Speakeasy Casino. Julia sips her espresso, sets it down, and smokes. A custodian approaches. Uh, Ma'am, you're uh, not allowed to... Uh, uh, never mind. I'm, I'm very sorry for disturbing you. Can I, can I uh, have a nice... The custodian hurries away. Elizabeth Esquire returns. Goodness, sorry about that. No one else will bother you. We hear a vacuum cleaner whirring off in the distance. Bar staff appear with another cocktail and espresso for the impeccably dressed <laughs> Julia Rockham. Julia lights another cigarette. She inhales deeply and stares into the shadows. I know my husband comes here. Julia sips her cocktail. When it is empty, she lifts the espresso. Julia Rockham sighs. She gestures to a member of the bar staff. Come sit with me. Have you ever seen my husband? Julia Rockham pulls out a phone. Here. Julia displays a photograph like. of her smiling at a married man, Vince Rockham, who glares off into the distance. I bet you're strong. Let me guess, are you a musician? Did you ever see my husband here? The Golden Dragons house band begins setting up gear. The full band has not arrived. A harpist, electric guitarist, and drummer tune their instruments and various devices of sound. The drummer takes a break from setting up to munch on a sandwich wrapped in white paper. Exterior. Mick's new office. Dawn. Mick, in the brand new and only Seagull suit, opens the front door of his new office. He notices the Bentley parked in front and an impeccably dressed woman, Julia Rockham, with a lacerated face. As I've said, I'm babbling. You're injured. My husband. I'm sorry. My name is Julia. Interior. Mick's new office. Early morning. Mick rests both feet on his desks. Josh. Ju Julia Rockham is standing. <sighs> I, I would need a retainer. Mick removes his feet from the desk. Yes. It's standard. Yes. How much do you need? Uh, as a retainer, d depends on complications in the case, but my per diem is, uh, <laughs> plus expenses, of course. Uh, Let's start with $8,000. Could I get the receipt? Julia Rockham digs through a 97 Chanel clutch, removing a wad of cash. Mick coughs. <coughs> Would you prefer 
a check or money order, Bitcoin. Cash is cash is fine. That'll work. <laughs> uh, fine. Yeah. Uh, how how long do you need? Uh, what are the okay particulars of the case? Julia places the wad of cash on Miss Mick's desk and sits, sniffing with distaste. Not to repeat myself, but your husband. My husband is missing. And uh, and and who is your husband? Uh, how do you know he's not? Uh, <laughs> Mick lights a cigarette. Uh, do you mind if I smoke a a beer? Nose beer. Mick removes a beer from his pocket, cracking it open. Uh. Breakfast. <laughs> Mick absentmindedly drinks the beer. Drains the beer. Oh, it helps me think. Julia Rockham lights a cigarette. They smoke in silence. Mick opens a desk drawer and files the empty can away. Oh, you were you were saying? My husband owned he he uh, we own a deli by Midtown. I helped Vincent to locate the property. Before I went into business for myself. When I was working for the Rheingolds. The Rheingolds. Got it. Magnus and Sophia. In any case. Uh, how, lo how long has your Vincent, your, uh, your husband, been missing? He's not, he's not dead that you know. Uh, he's not, to my knowledge. Oh, give me something then. I mean, what? When did you see him last? There's something <laughs> something besides $8,000. I was stood up on Valentine's Day. Right. <laughs> Cuck night over at Minotaur? We didn't have an official date. I, I went to where I, I thought he would be. Where's that? It doesn't matter. I don't recall. Um, start at the sandwich shop. Learn what you can. Money... Uh, not an issue. Yeah, plus expenses. Got it. Uh, where where did you and Vincent live? I'd prefer this didn't end up so close to home. Well, you want me to find him, uh, get get him back, or, or are you asking that I just let you know what happened? I'm paying for your time. Invoice me. Julia Rockham stands. Good day. I will return. I assume you can find my number. Julia Rockham leaves Mick's office. Mick reclines, cracking another beer, <sighs> and glances at the time. Exterior, Mid-City's best damn Sammy's day. Mick <laughs> walks up to the front walk. Interior, Mid-City's best damn Sammy's day. Mick waits in the unreasonably long line. People are becoming restless. Mick makes a phone call from in the line. We hear a phone ring as a scruffy-looking student leaves the counter. Mick lights a cigarette. Someone coughs from ahead in the line. <laughs> hey, you you got an order to go? A guy ahead in line turns to shoot Mick a dirty look. What? The dog shooting? Hey, I'll have a I'll have a big one, yeah. Bratwurst, meatballs, oh you know what cheese whiz just fucking oozing. Uh, bottom soaked dripping. Yeah? Yeah, Aju, yeah, indeed. Five minutes? Yeah, uh, yeah, no problem. I'll drive right on over. Mick hangs up the phone and steps outside. Mick smokes a cigarette, then pulls his phone again. Miss Washington, uh, yeah, pleasure to hear from you. Oh, that was your referral? Yeah. <laughs> Too crazy. Yeah, sure. She paid, yeah. 
No, me, I'm at the, I'm at the sandwich shop. Uh, yeah, sure. Get, uh, yeah, I grab you a thing. How, how about a big one? Like one of those sandwiches? Never. Oh, no, no, dude. I've never seen the line this long. Interior. Mid-City's best damn Sammy's. Day. Mick takes the sandwich wrapped in white paper from a scruffy-looking student. Mid-City PD. Alumnus. I need to speak with you. I, yeah, clearly you're busy. I'll, I'll come by later to pay and uh, <laughs> for a chat. Yeah, what time do you close? How, how long has Mr. Rockham been uh, gone? What are you in? Are you in shock? Wake up. Hey, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. And handle this fucking line. I'll, I'll be back in a bit. Mick walks out a side door with the Sammy. Yay. There's all the new pages. Where was kind eyed Daisy? Motherfucker. Where is kind eyed Daisy? Impeccably dressed woman. Kind eyed Daisy. This was a flashback. This was Want to know what happened to Kind Eyed Daisy? All right. Hey, Rachel. Yes. They were in the trunk the whole time. Oh, the whole time. They were in the trunk. That was a fun one. I enjoyed reading that. I liked your writing a lot. I was excited that they were in the trunk. They were in the trunk. I would I would be down to read that again if you ever wanted to do like a time. Yeah, no, I want to I want to read it. I I'm gonna I'm gonna have a fourth draft out pretty soon, and I'll want to read it again, because I'm adding a lot more like lines, mm -hmm. because I realize that a lot of it is description and not a lot of it is actual dialogue between people. So I'm gonna add I'm gonna add more dialogue. And was this one of your novellas that you turned into a script, or was it? Yeah, yeah, I wrote it. I wrote it in January of 2007, and so I took it. And turned it into into what it is now. So cool. Yeah, but that's what I've been doing with all of them. The um the the jail story was one of those. The camp story was one of those. The the Dottie and Bree. And so I'm gonna do the bike messenger assassins, and the Polly's one. I don't like um, I don't like I don't like the soon to be legend of Farmer Keith because I wrote it in 2010 when farming weed was illegal and stuff. And now that it's so normal, it's a dumb story and it doesn't yeah. matter. So it's like. I'm I'm letting that one go. I'm not finishing oh, it, but it has some interesting context, though. You know, eh, like not, I mean, it was. It, it seems so dumb and normal here in California, right? You know, but other people in other places might be like, "Wow, that's crazy! Like, that's a wild story! Like, I couldn't imagine yeah. that." Yeah. Well, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna finish that one up. But I am gonna do. I am gonna do the bike messenger one and blah blah blah. Thanks, guys. Uh, I'll put on. I'll put on some music again. Do you, does anyone want to put in music that they want to play or shall I play stuff? So, okay. Okay. You're listening to Mutiny Radio. We just read one of Warhol Kaufman's. He's been working on the mix series, which is exciting. And, uh, Three hours into the story, and I know that he parks weird. I have no idea what's happening with Clara or Leibowitz and why she's dead now. I'm very confused. But I have – no, no, no. I mean, I know who Clara is, and I know that she's dead now, and I know that she worked for Leibowitz. And I, but it has somebody to do with dentists. I don't know what the fucking dentist shit is about. Like, what are they using? I don't know what's going on.
Do you put it in? Do you break it? Oh, no, yeah. No dead air here at Mutiny Radio. No way. We're also not gathering in any way, shape, or form here. We're just, there's six people and everything's fine. There's, yeah. It's us. It's all going. Oh, I can. Get that bell.
up in a dream Sleepwalking on another big stage You never heard peace till you hear people scream Your name and your son, I'm so far away From the place I used to be Struggling usually, look at the new of me Fate pursuing me, I can feel the energy in the air It felt like I'm supposed to be here Take it off for granted. A smart man if I keep my feet planted to the earth. Cause the people that hurt can understand it. You speaking outlandish. I'ma show you how to make it all work. Another planet is a short-term goal for me. A record soul for me. It's just more of me in your ear. For you to hear Kendrick persevere. Defenses I feel relentless. Ambition with a clear vision. Taking off, I ain't taking off these pistons. I'm taking off on the enemy. Your distance came across me. How much it'll cost me to get you out my business. I said a planet is a short-term goal. No sky is the limit. I'm past that, now past that. That award not one but four times two plus yours. I see myself performing that sold out shows where the room is packed. Uh -huh. Sitting at the Grammys winning five awards. See myself on big billboards. Traveling around the world with endorsement deals. Can't imagine how it feels. That's why I'm smiling every day because my dream ain't far away. I'm blessed, calculated my steps, my heart, my breath, breathe lungs of a victory, and vividly you see me when I'm at my best, my worst, this verse dedicated to the days that I slept with a curse, research my pay dues, I'm reimbursed, I burst in the crowd with a voice and a crown, I'm a king on the prowl, and I see mama smile and a vow, I'ma take that I'll never break, you can break bread with me now, we can all take a bow on the edge of the pedestal and scream out loud that we made it off the avenue and walk that mile in the darkness, I often sit back and get lost in the rap that I wrote when you told me that it spoke to yourself. I was talking to you, I was walking it through every ghetto, tell success, hello, we here. And I'm so happy I cry, cause I can't believe all the things I ever wanted are finally happening for me. And it's so surreal that I almost feel that any minute I could wake up from this fantasy. When you pray so hard and you've come so far and you know that it's the time for you to
late and I hit a pinnacle. Shining on them, I'd rather trip alone. Put those on game who didn't know the true form of pure evil's invisible, so I keep a lot of vision. Every night I We just do these one takes where um, I'd get quotes from the internet and then we'd sing songs, you know, I, like I'm a rapper because I've been reading. Um, I've got one called Tim on Tim. I don't know what that means. It must be just Tim when he was on Some Call Me Tim and I put it in this hot, dirty pee in the sheriff. Uh, let's listen to Susan Olsen. And then I will find some more music to play you guys because I don't have a co-host and I'm tired of talking. And um, no one called me up, so that's okay. But uh, you've been listening to AltaCast. And I'm going to play some music that I'll enjoy uh, after this last rap from Hot Dirty P and the Sheriff, Susan Olson, the very first one that we recorded on March 1st, 2017. I, I think Trump supporters are funny to me, really. I don't think we should take them off the air all the time. Okay. Hold on, I'm gonna. This is a. This is a. Rap, rap background. We're gonna rap to it. <laughs> we'll get a little beat beat. Hey there, little pussy. Let me get my big boy pants on and really take you on. What a snake in the grass. You are, you lying piece of shit. What? Too cowardly to confront me in real life. You do it on Facebook. You're the biggest faggot ass in the world. Biggest uh, pussy, uh, pussy, uh, pussy. My dick is bigger than yours, which, which ain't saying much. What a true piece of shit you are, lying faggot. I hope you meet your karma slowly and painfully. Say uh, slowly and painfully. I'm Susan Olsen. Oh, uh, slowly. I said Susan Olsen. And painfully. They call slowly me Cindy and Brady. My name is Susan Olsen and I love Trump today. Uh, 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 Olsen. Uh, uh, Brady. Get it. Brady. Uh, I hope. Uh, I sincerely hope you reap all this that you deserve. Karma wise, you pathetic little cunt. You are. Right. Hell is waiting for you. Enjoy. Uh, Hell is waiting for you. Enjoy. What? Hell is waiting for you. Enjoy. Slowly. What? Slowly. Slowly. And painfully. My name is Susan Olsen. Susan Olsen. Susan Olsen. Susan Olsen. They call me Cindy. Susan Olsen. Susan Olsen. Susan Olsen, they call me Cindy Brady. I make America great again. Making America great. What a pathetic little cunt you are. Hell is waiting for you. Enjoy. 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 Susan Olsen, the biggest cunt, drops a port of Did we just make a song? <laughs> Did we just?
vibing. I'ma be right back. I'm like, alright. Hey, I don't know what psilocybin is. This better not be no Molly. She just left and closed the door. Dark chocolate sea salt. I took a bite. She said, we gon' have a special night. I'm from the dirty south, lights out, summertime I brought the ice out, pipes out, but 
All my shooters came from Moscow. Got a girl in Harvard. I talk proper when I call her twin.
dead air, no dead air. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. It's all ready to play. It's all going. This is a song I wrote a long time ago, very long time ago, called Mystery. This is a song I wrote a long time ago, very long time ago, called Mystery. Mystery All my life has been a mystery You and I were never ever meant to be that's why I call my love for you a mystery. Different country. You and I have always lived in a different country. And I know that airline tickets don't grow on a tree. So what kept us apart is plain for me to see. That much at least, it's not really a mystery. Estuary, I live in a houseboat on an estuary, which is handy for my work with the Port Authority. But I know you would have found it insanitary. Sanitary Headed me I'd be foolish to ignore the possibility That if we'd ever actually met You might have taken a really violent dislike to me but Still, that's not the only problem that I can see since 1993 you've been dead now wait a minute let me see 14 years come next January as a human being you are history so why do I still long for you? Why is my love so strong for you? Why did I write this song for you? Well, I guess it's just a mystery. This is a song I wrote a long time ago, very long time ago, called Mystery.
were never ever meant to be that's why I call my love for you a mystery different country you and I have always lived in a different country and I know that airline tickets don't grow on a tree so what kept us apart is plain for me to see that much at least it's not really a mystery estuary I live in a houseboat on an estuary which is handy for my work with the Port Authority but I know you would have found it insanitary insanitary hated me I'd be foolish to ignore the possibility that if we'd ever actually met you might have taken a really violent dislike to me still that's not the only problem that I can see dead since 1993 you've been dead now wait a minute let me see 14 years come next January as a human being you are history so why do I still long for you why is my love so strong for you why did I write this song for you well I guess it's just a mystery No dead air, no dead air. No dead air, no dead air. Do you, do you, do you want to talk about things? No dead air. I never had a dog, so I never been good with bitches cause I never threw a ball patch. I never had a pet, that's where it stems from, I bet. Treat me like direct deposit, check in on me sometime. Ask me how I'm really doing, so I never have to press that nine. One, one. You gotta bring the microphone up there, man. You can't have dead air. You can't have dead air on the station. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, that's fine.
Radio.fm. This is the Black Black Plastic Show where all of the sounds you hear come of plastic that's flat and black and full of grooves. We need you folks, if you're coming to the website, to uh, go fund us or come fund us or please fund us. But we need some money. You know everyone needs a lot more toilet paper and paper towels than they think. And that's us. Because, uh, if you don't get, uh, if you don't get careful, the blue's gonna hit you like a heat wave.
Mama didn't lie. 
outside and sing cliches the fool it's always easy to forecast others doom the savage beast that once so soothed his brain has reared its ugly head and stepped its claim
Essential oils. You about these essential oils? Good. The only essential oil I know is the one you can uh, dip in bread. <laughs> Olive oil. Thank you. <laughs> hey yo. Hey yo, Zinga. Hey. That's Aaron Atkins out of <laughs> Chicago, Illinois. We are back here at the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2020 in the studio. It's a Tuesday. It's day three. I am joined by Pancake and Aaron Atkins. We're back in the stew. Yeah, back in the stew. Back in the stew. Is my name unique enough to identify me? Pancake? Yeah. Yes. He used to go by Patty Cakes. Oh, that's a little sweeter. A little, a little more queer. May I? Am I? Am I? Am I out of? Am I out of pocket here? Uh, I. It was just nicknames that, or or bully names that I got through life. You're repurposing them. That's good. But I'm, I'm. uh, Someone gave me a tag for my my stage name. It's 
Pancake the Syrup King. Ooh. That's like a rapper name. Yeah. Yes, yeah. syrup. But I actually have Sir's a rapper name. Ooh, what is it? And don't take it, anyone. It's uh, it's the Young Tyrant. Oh, all Ooh. Right. Mine is Hot Dirty P. Ooh. That's my rapper name. Hot, Hot Dirty, Dirty P. P. She's sterile. Yeah. She's a clean rapper. Yeah, She's sterile. Clean. <laughs> I'm. I, this is probably. I'm the rapist. So. Ah, Cereal. yes. Serial rapist. I come in and I rap. <laughs> That's is that that's probably not good for the political time. That's why I haven't blown up yet because uh, <laughs> yeah, because people are too correct. That's you know I can't even spell that correctly. <laughs> the rap. Do you, you know why Californians can't have guns? Why? Because they're always triggered. Ah, uh, 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 wait, get the hawker thing. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wrote that one-liner. I was on a plane uh, to Little Rock, Arkansas, to open for Steve Pogey at the. Looney Bin 